You're listening to the Busy Business Women podcast, episode 64, and I'm back after a year-long hiatus battling childhood cancer with my 10-year-old daughter, Charlie. I am back in the podcast seat today, so I want to share with you the lessons I've learned as an oncology mum that have overhauled the way I do business today, lessons that you can only get if you've been down the cancer path, which I don't want you ever to do, obviously, so today you get the powerful insights without the painful process. Hi, I'm Faye Hollands and I've been helping time-strapped women in business improve their productivity and profit for well over a decade now. And in this podcast, I want to share with you the highs and lows of growing a successful business so that you can avoid the pitfalls, fast-track your progress and build a business that booms faster. This is the Busy Business Women podcast. Hey, Faye here, and yes, I have been away for a while. It's actually been almost an entire year since I did my last Busy Business Women podcast episode, and in case you haven't been following my story, and perhaps you're new to this podcast, I wanted to explain a little bit about the why today, and then most importantly, tell you about the impact that the why has had on my business. And I hope that from those insights, you will learn some valuable lessons that you can apply to your business without having to go through the experiences that I've been through over the last 12 months. So in case you didn't know, my beautiful daughter, Charlie, who was nine at the time, was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia or blood cancer, as it's known. And that was in May 2020. So as if the year 2020 wasn't already giving us enough, we then had childhood cancer thrown into the mix. And we've been through what has definitely been a hellish journey over the last 12 months where Charlie has received intensive treatment and is now in the maintenance phase of her treatment. So she's had almost 12 months of um, intravenous chemotherapy along with a whole load of other drugs and a whole load of side effects and issues that we never saw coming. And she now has another 12 months ahead of her of, of oral chemotherapy. So it's been a really, really tough time. And if you followed our journey on social media, you'll know that there have been lots and lots of lows and a fair few highs thrown into the mix as well. It hasn't all been bad. We've spent a lot of time in hospital. We've had lots of unexpected kind of two-week stints where, you know, we were holed up in hospital, um, not expecting to be there, wasn't part of the regular treatment, and we just had to roll with the punches. Now, this episode is not about Charlie's cancer. It's about the experience that I have been through as a business owner and the impact that childhood cancer has had on my business. So if you'd like to find out more about what has been going on with Charlie, you can follow her Instagram or Facebook pages. We've been sharing her her story over on Instagram and Facebook under Shine Like Charlie. And you can also head over to the show notes for this podcast, which are at Busy Business Women dot biz forward slash podcast 64 and all of the links to our Instagram and Facebook pages for Charlie are on there so you can go check out what's been happening in the last 12 months. Now this is a rare situation Uh, a business owner having to deal with childhood cancer it's not an everyday occurrence it's not like we're now talking about lead magnets or building email lists or social media training so this is a rare situation but unfortunately it is not as rare as we would like obviously and the fact of the matter is is that normal people just like you and me 
find ourselves in situations like this that they were never expecting. You know, I always used to feel like it was someone else, right? You know, my child was never going to get cancer. It's always somebody else. But this time it was me. And, you know, I'm not wanting to fearmonger at all, but there will be unexpected situations in life that could happen to you too. And I think that what I want to share today is the lessons that I've learned from that, that you can get valuable insights from that may help you change the way that you run your business and also life for the better without having to go through the horrific experience that we've been through over the last 12 months. Now, I remember very early on in the piece when we were practically living at hosp- in the hospital, our social worker asked me if I was still working. And when I told her I was, she was really, really surprised. And to be honest, I'm a little bit scarred by her reaction. I was a little bit judgmental, but she was very, very surprised that I was still working. And what I've soon become to realize over the last year is that most parents have had to give up their jobs when they're managing a child with cancer and everything that comes with that They've had to give up their jobs, but I have been lucky enough to manage to keep going. Now, that is in part because of the type of business I run and the way that it's structured, but it is also in part because of the changes that I've made over the last 12 months that have allowed me to keep going. So in this podcast today, I want to share with you how I did it and what I've learned And the good thing is there are only three kind of key points that I want to share with you today. There's actually a bucket load, but you know, you're busy and I know you don't have time to listen to hours of podcasts right now. So I want to give you the things that have really come to my mind, first of all, when I think about the change that I've made, the impact that childhood cancer has had on my business and the positive impact it has had. This is definitely not a doom and gloom podcast. So let's get started. And the very first thing I realized that I needed to do very, very early on was cull like a mofo. We all know that we can't do it all, but I think if you're anything like me and us busy business women have a tendency to be like this, we try and do all the things. We're juggling so many different balls and obviously at some point, particularly in this scenario, balls are going to get dropped. So I had to rein myself in very, very early on and look at what was really a key priority in my business and focus on that absolutely acutely so that everything else became a bonus, which is something that sounds really, really obvious, but I wasn't doing as well as I thought I um, could be until push came to shove. And it's something that I've continued to do now, even when life is getting back to some sense of normality again. So to keep life as simple as possible, when I was living out of a hospital and trying to juggle so many really important balls, I needed to focus on where the money was in my business. Now, thankfully, I run a membership, my Shine membership, that has allowed me to scale my business, which means the amount of money I make isn't dependent on the hours I spend in my business. And so it became an absolute no-brainer that that's where I needed to focus my time and attention. And I needed to cull like a mofo in all other areas, which brings me on to my second point. I then started to hone in on what actually 
really mattered and realized that I've been letting peripheral stuff kind of stress me out for too long, to be honest. And I didn't really realize I was doing it until I found myself in this situation. Now, you might resonate with me in that I'm a bit of a high achiever. You know, I'm a doer. I like to get stuff done. I take on challenges. I'm ambitious. There's lots of things that I want to do. And I have a tendency to overextend myself when I get excited. And what I realized was that I was doing all of this stuff in inverted commas in my business that were kind of the frills around the outside. They were nice to haves. And one of those was this podcast, frankly. You know, it's great doing this podcast. I get awesome feedback. It's good for my marketing. So many of you have contacted me and said, Faye, I miss your podcast. And I was surprised by that, really. I didn't realize how much people loved it. I should have because of the number of downloads, but I just, it was just one of those peripheral things on the outside. But when push came to shove, I had to stop that stuff that wasn't going to break my business and also wasn't going to make my business. So stopping my podcast for a year hasn't broken my business. Yeah, you know, it's disappointing to not be able to do it, but did it really matter over the last year considering what I've been through? No, it really, really didn't. So I took the pressure off and some of the things I did to stop the pressure were I didn't post consistently all over social media. Now, I know that sounds like, you know, the absolutely counterintuitive wrong thing to do, but the reality is I knew my business wouldn't break if I stopped posting consistently. I still showed up and I showed up in the important places where the bulk of my community are, where people find out about my business. So my Facebook group, for example, or obviously in my Shine membership. But I didn't need to be showing up in all the places every single day like I had been pre-cancer. I also, as I've mentioned, stopped my podcast entirely. I knew it wouldn't break my business. I reined in the programs that I offered and I had a lot of different programs that I was offering and I only offered my Shine membership which was actually something I'd wanted to do for ages but kind of to be honest hadn't had the guts to do it and this put my back up against the wall and actually made me um, make a shift in my business that's been a really positive one. Now as much as this reining in hadn't been on my plan I'll be honest with you, it was actually really quite liberating. I'd rather not have gone through the reason why I had to make those changes, obviously, but it's one that, you know, cancer teaches you. And I do believe it gives you this awakening that I really only think you can appreciate when you've been down that path and had your life and your business upended in such a catastrophic way. So I'm really appreciative that, I have these insights now and realize that I don't need to be overextending myself and putting myself under so much pressure to show up in all the places every single day because it has not broken my business. Now, a caveat to that would be I'm about to hit 14 years in business. I wasn't six months or 12 months in. I've got a really established database, email list, following. Nothing huge, but it's established. So I knew if I was honest and, you know, authentic in the way that I communicated with my audience, they would understand what I was going through and there would be a certain level of loyalty there. But I also was confident enough to know that 
it's okay not to be on social media every single day. Your business will survive. So if you've been putting yourself under undue pressure and stress to show up in all the places every single day, I want you to hone in and look at what peripheral stuff are you doing that's stressing you out and what can you rein in and cull so that you reduce that stress, reduce that pressure and focus on what is truly, really important in your business. Because I think it's too easy to just keep on doing what you've always done. And that's something that cancer really brings to the forefront. It forces you to stop, to change gears, to do things differently. And some of those things you have to do, you don't want to do. But when it comes to business, there have been in my situation many things that I've been able to stop and really assess whether they were necessary and in many cases they weren't. And so that culling and that reprioritization has really shaped a very different business today than it was 12 months ago. And I'd love for you to be able to have that experience for you to make the changes that perhaps you've been hesitant over making or hadn't even allowed yourself to consider yet because your back's not been up against the wall. So that's the second shift that I've made. And the third and final one for today's podcast is that the fundamental views have changed for me on what's important in my life, which is probably no surprise there, right? You know, suddenly the things that were important just didn't have the same standing as they used to, which I would imagine every single person that's been through a life-changing experience like my family has will have that shift Now, what that meant on a really basic level was that I started unsubscribing to heaps of emails. I left Facebook groups. I stopped following pages and people that I had followed and been interested in in for a long, long time. And what used to interest me, I realized was on many levels superficial or actually just truly unimportant to my life and my business. And also my tolerance for BS came to an all-time low and I felt like I started to see things even more clearly than I did before and I thought I was already pretty good when it came to BS and you know subscribing to a whole load of of stuff that I didn't need in my life but this just pushed me even further to unsubscribe and cull 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 again. So this not only freed up time but also importantly attentional capacity in my brain That stuff wasn't clogging it full of things that didn't positively impact my life or add value to my life or business in some way. So I stopped consuming content that I found irritating or content by people who I just didn't feel in alignment with anymore, but that I had followed from an industry perspective for, in many cases, years. And I realized more than ever that doing business my way was the best way. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way. What I mean is that I made a point of focusing on what I can bring to my community and delivering it in a way that was unique to me and suited to my life instead of morphing into what my industry was doing and the people in my industry around me were doing, which I think is very, very easy to do. You know, naturally, we look at our competitors, we look at who else is in our industry and what they're doing, and become inspired by leaders in our field. And it can be very easy to, over time, start morphing into running your business the way that other people have told you to. 
And for me, I realized that, you know, I've only got this one wild, precious life and it can be taken away from you in a heartbeat. And we hear people say that a lot, but that's the reality and I'm living and breathing it. So then it shakes you it makes you shake those barriers and beliefs and it gives you a kick up the backside to do life and business your way, which is really flipping liberating. Now, I could go on and on and on, and I'm sure you can hear the passion in my voice around this, but those are the first three things I think of when I reflect back on the last year and what childhood cancer has actually given my business and some really positive lessons. What I really wish is that everyone could have the life lessons that childhood cancer has dished out to us, but obviously without having to go through the trauma and heartache. But I guess that's what makes this even more precious to me. You know, I wouldn't wish cancer on anyone, but if you've got to go through it, either as a patient or a carer, I think you have to look for the positives and do your best to take what you can from an otherwise really traumatic experience. And from a business perspective... I truly believe that I've gained. So I hope that you found these insights useful and that they've given you at least some food for thought. Now, I'll no doubt be sharing more insights as time goes on. And from my own healing perspective, I'm definitely still learning new lessons every week at the moment because the maintenance phase that Charlie's in right now is giving us time to actually process the trauma we've been through over the last year. And that in turn brings up a whole heap of other stuff that still needs to be dealt with. And I always seem to find a business lesson in my life lessons. So you can bet your bottom dollar, I'm going to be sharing with you, those with you over the coming weeks and months too. Now, if you'd like to continue this conversation with me, I would love you to join me over in the free Busy Businesswomen Facebook group, where I share a ridiculous amount of value to help you grow a significantly more productive and profitable business. And you can also grab the show notes along with the links to our Shine Like Charlie socials. If you'd like to follow our childhood cancer journey, just go to busybusinesswomen.biz forward slash podcast 64. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to leave a lovely review on iTunes, pretty please. And if you'd like to hang out some more, I'd love love to see you over on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Busy Business Women and you can find lots of biz building goodness over on my website at busybusinesswomen.biz. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's awesome to be back. I'm recording more episodes straight off the back of this one. So rest assured, the Busy Business Women podcast is back with gusto and I'm super stoked to be hanging out with you again. Until the next time, I'm Faye Hollands and you've been listening to the Busy Business Women podcast.